With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And here we are, another beautiful day in Vegas as the clock ticks down to Super Bowl 58. Now, one of the best parts of being in Las Vegas is you have access to some of the best restaurants in the entire world. That includes this one right here behind me, Barry's Downtown Prime inside of the Circa Resort and Casino. Also in Vegas, you have access to some of the best and most sensible people in the world. Uh, now, I was lucky enough that someone very important has decided to make some time out of his very busy schedule for me during the Super Bowl week for a cocktail in a chat. So what do you say? Let's head on in and find out who it is. Outkick the morning. We'll be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Dean Kane, a.k.a. Superman, <laughs> can I tell you, when I, when I told my friends earlier that I was getting dinner with Superman, they were like, shut up. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, of course I'm not kidding you. Like, this is the life that I live. And of course, I'm so happy to be here with you. Well, when I flipped that around, I told people, my friends who were staying at my house this whole Super Bowl week, and then I told them I'm going to have dinner with you. They said, oh, did Daddy. they? Yes, they did. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I love these friends of yours. Steve, Chris. I mean, I go, <laughs> I'll throw them under the bus. And where are they from? Texas. Okay. So They're you have friends in town probably for Super Bowl oh. week staying with you. Tons, tons, tons. I have a bunch staying with me, but the great thing about Las Vegas is most people don't stay with you when they come visit here. Yeah. So it's it's fantastic. But this, Steve is my best friend from college, and he's not. He's like, I'm staying at your house, and I'm driving your car, which is which he took, by the way. He stole my. By car. all means. Yeah. Uh, this week is insane. Yes. I mean, Super Bowl week. Not to mention every other thing going on on top of the game that's occurring on Sunday. What's it like having everybody? all the celebrities, all the big names, the who's who's from literally around the entire world congregate in what is now your city. <laughs> it is my new city. You know what? Las Vegas is that way, though. It's just Las Vegas. And I, I left Malibu, California to come here in Las Vegas eight months ago. 
And I knew there was a lot of things that happened here. But back in the day when I would come to Las Vegas, I would say, you know, I could come to Vegas maybe two days and just get out. And that was it. But I, I, know, I had no idea what it was like to live outside mm -hmm. of the Strip. It's amazing. I absolutely adore it. It's fantastic. It's like the center of the universe. Everybody comes here. When I was living in Malibu, people would come to LA. Hey man, I'm in LA. Let's go have dinner. I'm like, where are you? They're like, Hollywood. I'm like, nah. You can come yeah. to Malibu, I'll see you. But here, the farthest trip is this trip for me, which is it took me 45 minutes because it's raining. Well, it's so funny because you tell people you're going to Vegas and they're like, oh, good luck, good luck. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you don't understand. I don't do Vegas the way that I used to do. I mean, my early 20s, uh, I would end up, I mean, I did at one point end up getting an IV uh, in the hospital <laughs> because I was severely dehydrated. But that's not how I do Vegas now, obviously. And now Vegas has just grown so much. I mean, there are endless things to do here. <laughs> Shows, the restaurants, the restaurant scene has gotten so out of control. I mean, it's let's just talk about the one we're sitting in right now. Barry's Prime, baby. And we come here for special occasions. I'll let you, I'm sorry. I don't no, no, no. I mean, it's just, it's, it's great. You can come here and have like a real cultural experience, yeah. which most people who aren't familiar with Vegas don't expect that. No, people think Vegas is gambling, partying, running around, and that's it. And, and look, that does exist here. My son is 23 years old. I promise you that exists here. Oh, of course it does. Um, but he, he quickly adjusted. You know, I thought he would take a little more time uh, to adjust to the whole lifestyle and everything, but boom, we don't go down to the strip very often. We come to here. He celebrated his 21st birthday here and his 23rd birthday. Wow. And uh, we come here for wonderful special occasions, but we usually stay close around our house. Uh, there are within, so in, the, in Malibu, there are maybe five restaurants in Malibu, all over Malibu. Uh, in in my little neighborhood, within three minutes, there are 35 restaurants. Wow. And it's just so easy to live here versus live there. And and I adore everything about it. Traveling out of here is easier. The, I don't want to even start, I mean, I'll, I'll get into the yeah, whole no, reason I left. We need to get into all of it because yeah. you left one of the places that I would say is the most coveted across the entire country. You lived in Malibu. Yeah. I mean, California is probably, I mean, unfortunately, the politics have completely run it through the gutter, but it is no doubt the most beautiful state yeah, in, the, in the country. But there but were a lot of things you did not like, and, could, and, it, and it drove you to Vegas. Yeah, I could literally back the truck up and start unloading the things that I don't like about California. They, they start at the government level, that's it. I mean, the weather is perfect. The weather in Malibu is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's just gorgeous. I grew up there since I was in kindergarten, so I thought I would never leave. But my son would hear me you know, complain all the time about uh, you know, sales tax, uh, state income tax, which is at 14.4%, the highest in the nation, um, uh, energy tax. They, they start to talk about like um, charging you your electricity bill based on how much money you make. All of these policies that are socialist in nature, communist in nature, if you ask me, um, government just pulling more and more from people. So you end up with this tremendous disparity. You end up with people who are trying to make it who can't afford anything. That's why we have the highest in California. We, not me anymore. California has the highest rate of homelessness in the nation. It has the highest rate of poverty in the nation. Some of the lowest school test scores in the nation. My son went to a public school to begin, and then I had to finally pull him out. I put him in a, a beautiful Christian high school, Oaks Christian. Unbelievable, fantastic, and he got a great education. And how did, how did he feel about that? He didn't like it. In fact, he tried to fail his entrance exam. I know you, my child, <laughs> um, but he got in there and it was great. Good tactic, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's smarter than uh, he's smarter than the average bear. He's uh, and he, he did that because he didn't want to go. Yeah. But that after going there, he, you know, he was like, OK, I see what you did. Thank you, Dad. 
And then he went to a four-year university and graduated from High Point University. And what is he doing now? He is a video game design major wow. from college. So now he's working with a couple of different companies. He is doing some work and he works from home. So I'm ecstatic because I have this beautiful, amazing home and uh, my son is in it. It's more than twice the size of my old home. It's, it's, it's the nicest home I've ever spent time in and wow. I live in it and it's mine. I mean, that's incredible. We were just comparing. I mean, we won't drop any numbers right now, but the rent that I pay in New York for 1,400 square feet is, you said, a good chunk of your mortgage oh, for yeah. what is, how many how many square feet is your home? 6,500. 6, 6,500. And I'm sure you have all of the amenities, of bells course. and whistles. I mean, you probably Theater, have space. You're elevator, not living on top. Exactly. I don't, I don't have any of that. You I don't have, have an elevator. You probably have an elevator in the building. I have, but it's I have not a communal you. elevator, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. That's the difference between living in New York City and living in Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. The Your dollar goes so much further here. It's the nicest. I, I, my son and I sit there and we go, I look at him and I go, I love you, buddy. He's like, I love you too. Dad, this is the nicest place. I can't believe we get to live here. I mean, everything is just brand new and perfect. My house in California was built in 1976. You know, that's Malibu, though. Most, of course, most yeah, everything's are, a little bit older out there, right? And it's beat up. And if you want to, if I took my house now here, dropped it in the space that I lived in Malibu, oh. it would be, you know, $50 million. $50 million. I, do you have neighbors who have gone through the same transition as you? Do you have any neighbors that are from California or other states that they weren't in agreement with how things were being run, so they relocated to Nevada? Tons, tons. A lot of my friends went to Tennessee, some went to Florida, a lot went to Texas. But my, but the funny thing is, even the ones that went to Texas, just because the te Texas is brutal, man. The winter, the the, the summertime there is brutal. Yeah. It's different than Las Vegas. We just get hot. You can deal with that because you're inside and there's a gajillion places well, to go. Well, and eat. it's dry heat here, it which is. is so much different than the humidity. It's I mean, so in cliche. Texas, you walk outside and you need an instant shower because it's <laughs> disgusting here. You could be outside and it's 110 degrees, and it's actually dangerous though because you don't realize how you much water drinking, you're losing yeah. because you don't sweat. But I love it. I, I, I adore it. it. It's great. My parents, so the, how I ended up here was two years ago, uh, my parents, so they had been living with me for two years, um, which is great because I travel so much and my son yeah. was in college. And you're close with your parents. Very, very close with my parents. But my mom would always be like, because I'm single, I'm not married. And uh, my mom was always like, honey, honey, you gotta, you got to get married. <laughs> I go, mom, I can't bring a girl home. Because if I bring a girl home, you're going to yeah, sit there, there and are. pick up. Hi, yeah. here's my live with my parents, and there's the end of that date. It's yeah. all over. So finally, I was like, you guys need to, you guys need to live somewhere that you want to be. And you've looked at Vegas forever. So we came out here and looked at houses, and I was I had been looking for a year and a half. Once they moved in, I was like, mm, I better start looking for a house yeah. for them. And I just found some great ho houses for such less, so much so, less money. So they've moved out now. They so have they their own out. home. Two years ago, they moved here. So they were the vanguard. They were out here checking out what it was like wow. to live here. We'd come out, goof around, but then go to the local restaurants and the local places. My parents, they everybody knows him. They come in, they're like, oh, hey, they've already reserved seats for them at the bar or whatever. They, My parents eat at like 4.30 in the afternoon. No offense, mom. Yeah, you know, I actually am getting to the age <laughs> where I like to eat at 4.30 in the afternoon. Great. I mean, the senior citizen special is right up my alley. It's perfect. It, it half half price drinks. There you go. You happy go hour. It's happy hour. You can get in bed early. You can catch a few shows of your favorite Netflix. This is exactly you know? my mom's life. There you go. But it's like that here. It's a great place to live. And they had been here for two years. And, and my son and I were talking about it. My son graduated in May of 23 from college decided he wasn't gonna do the master's program, which he got into and, and we talked about it. And he's like, dad, and I and I was talking about the politics and the cost and this, and he was like, dad, why don't we just, why don't we just pull the plug? Why don't we get over to Vegas? And I was like, well, let's look seriously. We looked, 
found a place and it's been the greatest thing I could have done. I look at the crazy things happening in California and I'm just yeah. ecstatic that I'm out. And what are your friends in California? I mean, you still have some friends out there probably. You know, what are they saying? I mean, there's so many things wrong with the state, right? I mean, you mentioned the homeless problem. You mentioned uh, the- I didn't mention crime, but I should the, have. The crime, uh, what's happening in the schools. I mean, the taxes. Uh, and it's clear Gavin Newsom has no intention on reversing any of those policies. In fact, he's trying to take things a step you know, further in the direction that everyone's, well, at least people in our camp are against. Well, everybody's screaming, don't Californiaize my my New York or my Texas yeah. or my Florida. Well, New York, you're pretty bad over there. It's anyway. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but he's trying to talk on the national stage. And I think Gavin Newsom is, you. he's run a disaster of a state. I mean, it's turned into a disaster. He took a $97 billion surplus and turned it into a, in one year, turned it into a $65 billion deficit. And, and the policies... As a parent, look, I fought a, a nasty custody battle for my son um, when he was 18 months old. And wow. my son, when he was small, wanted to be a bird. A bird? Yes. And I, okay. would, not have, I would not have confirmed, I would not have uh, um, agreed to that no, being I don't, the thing. I don't, yeah, I think that probably was not the right path I wouldn't right have affirmed his birdness. <laughs> but if I didn't, honestly, in this day and age, oh, you can lose custody of your child. I, and that's, it's insanity. It is insanity. Yeah. I mean, as a parent how does that make you feel to think that you no longer can have your kids best interests because it could mean losing your child because of the insane liberal policies that our country is facing it made me very happy that we have a second amendment because yeah. <laughs> you touch my kid uh, in any way shape or form like that um it's you know deathly consequences i mean everybody feels that way i travel the whole world Everybody wants safety. They want a, a, a safe. But if everyone feels that way, why? Uh, how are we still in this situation if, if everybody feels that way? Good point. Um, st stupid people at the top. People who are, well, there's a Marxist. So they're just not listening. There's a Marxist thing going on here. You know, it was with BLM and getting rid of the nuclear family, things that I don't agree with at all. And the pendulum swings. So the pendulum swung completely left. And yeah. then it got to this place on social media where, you know, if you didn't say the right thing if you said that girls and boys you know men shouldn't compete against women at the top level of sports yeah, you become a you're bigot. a bigot oh yeah. you're so terrible oh i'm a, I'm a bigot i'm a, I'm a huge bigot apparently so you really so you said that that a grown man should be it. but oh my god yeah oh how could you do such I, a thing i don't know i don't know i don't All know what of my girlfriends in my life have been athletes like pro athletes yeah. they don't want to compete against a man or someone who is the leah thomases of the world i mean that's a joke when you see leah thomas stand on the stage next to next to riley Gaines and other women it's insane so your son because he's 23 years old he has a pulse on what the younger generation is thinking what does he tell you i mean what is he hearing from his age Great group? question uh they hear it on tiktok now tiktok is is such a pernicious, awful, I, I'm, terrible. I'm, I have it. I have an account. I never. I forget that I have it. I never get on. So on I your am phone? Not, I am not subjected to the filth and the garbage. But is it on um, your phone? Oh, it's on my phone. Yeah. So you know they have access oh, I'm, to all I'm your being, data. Of course, I'm being oh, yeah. spied on. I already know that. But it's, you know what I've heard? Even if you delete the app from your phone, it doesn't matter. It's too late. If you, you downloaded it once, it's forever on your phone. Like this, the spyware, software, or whatever type it. of info that's coded in. Yeah. I just assume everybody's listening to me all the time. Oh, and they so are. So I just don't. So they I just are. go here. It doesn't here it matter. Is. Here it is. <laughs> deal with it or don't deal with it. Um, the kids, you know, they see it on TikTok. They hear about it. They see that whole social ganging up on people. Yeah. There's all this whole thing about diversity. Diversity is so important, except for diversity of opinion. Mm -hmm. Like you have the wrong opinion. Oh my gosh. You know, I back in 2000. 2001 or two, 
I play gay in this film. And they told me, all my agents were like, don't play gay, everyone's gonna think you're gay. I said, well, if they think I'm gay, I've done a great job, yeah. right? If they believe that's, that's the goal, right? That you wanna I got accurately portray your role. Got a GLAAD award, all kinds of wonderful things. Then I was doing a movie called Gosnell and we were doing publicity for it. Gosnell is a story of maybe the biggest serial killer on earth. There's a guy who was uh, doing it in, uh, late-term abortions and killing, he, he didn't induce, he's in jail for life now, but he would induce um, birth and then kill the fetuses. Oh I mean, literally gosh. snip them. It was horrible. That, that's a movie I need to check yeah, out. I haven't Gosnell, seen that one yet. See it, it'll disturb you. And, and so we were doing the publicity run for it and we spoke in front of some people and one of these groups we spoke in front of was somebody, I guess, who was very sort of anti-gay. Now, I don't choose who we sit and speak to, right. but I have my opinions, and if I go to a group that's anti-gay, I don't care if someone's gay. I'm, I play gay, I'm all for of it. I know a million gays, gay people, and I, and I fully support gay rights, 100%. Um, and I got there, and I, I spoke in front of these people, and everyone said, oh my gosh, look at him, what a bigot. He hates gay people, he hates this. Like, what are you t what are you talking about? I'm talking about this and you're going to try to, yeah. you know, I'll, I, I go to Frederick Douglass who said, I will unite with anyone to do good and with no one to do bad. And that's it. And like I, if somebody has horrendous views that I don't agree with on something, but we can get together and work on something for kids or yeah. then, I'll, then I'll do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, there's a lot of lines that have been blurred and crossed and it's creating a very scary situation. I, 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 my son is 23. I had a daughter. And there was a the danger of that happening. It, 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 it'd be insane. And yeah. there are so many people who are having to deal with that. It doesn't make any sense. Again, you want to do a third bathroom? Do a third bathroom. But it shouldn't be happening. What Riley Gaines and what those girls went through, the NCAA the swimming events, it, my, my ex-girlfriend was a swimmer. That's just not okay. Yeah, and you know, we touched on the fact that it is, it's a minority that's I, demanding these changes. And yet, the masses have to concede their rights in order to accommodate this very small group of people. But like you said, the pendulum has swung and it swung so far to the left and now it's it's gotten stuck. And look, you see what's happening. You know, the president of Argentina, you know, Argentina, they just elected a guy who's who's just cutting everything down, uh, Millet, and he's phenomenal. Yeah. And he's just calling like it is. And El Salvador, they did the same thing. Latin America is waking up very quickly. Uh, I'm hoping and praying. When are we moving to Latin America? Uh, eh, muy, muy, eh, dos, dos semanas. Muy rápido. Vamos, 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 dos semanas. <laughs> I'm telling you, Argentina is going to start just kicking tail, and everyone's going to go, God, how would they do it? Yeah. Very simple. The guy's an economist, and he's all about capitalism. He's, he's denationalizing everything. We're doing the opposite here. And that's what's scary, and I hate it. So, on that note, obviously, coming from Hollywood, you are yeah. surrounded by a lot of people who make a lot of money, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yet, outwardly, they present themselves as liberals. I mean, Hollywood is notoriously liberal. Yep. But I have a hard time imagining that they're voting for all of these liberal politicians when they have their money that they want to look after. So 100%. what's actually going on here? Well, they've got great tax advisors, too. So they're, they're taking advantage of every tax loophole, just like Donald Trump did when he was on the stage at the debate with Hillary Clinton and said, you know, you don't pay your... I, uh, that makes me smart. Yeah. And they are. And they are taking advantage of every, every single tax loophole they have because they have great people. And that's what they do. So the people that get hit with these things, these taxes, are, are just your everyday regular people who can't hire these uber, uber expensive um, uh, tax people. So they're taking, it's complete hypocrisy is really what it is. If they want to pay more in taxes, go ahead. But is it more of they feel the need to front like they're ultra Democrat or are they actually, or do they actually feel that way? It's a combination, I believe. I think some people are out there virtue signaling. They don't want to be the salmon swimming up river. I mean, your careers get da damaged. 
you, that people come after Which you. Which is horrible, right? That you cannot have an disgusting. opinion of, their, of your own. It's disgusting. I find it horrible. And what I tell young people uh, today is, and I, you know, I'm not a young people, so I, I've got no place where I will speak my mind. I think it's important that I do. Yeah. I think it's important for the young people to hear someone say, this is baloney and this is why I believe this, 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 this. Um, I would tell them just to shut up. Honest to goodness, don't say anything as a young person. Stay politically apolitical. Yeah. Just stay out of it. Have your, you know, all these people, so many of them come up to me and they're like, hey, you know, I sit on the board of directors for the NRA. I'm a sworn deputy sheriff. I didn't know, you, know? you, you are? Yeah. You are a sworn deputy sheriff. I am. I had I no idea. I arrest you, your viewer. Well, I won't tell you what I was up to last <laughs> night then. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am. And I have been for like five years, seven wow. years. And I did that so to cool. say the exact opposite of what the, the defund the police people talk about. I'm like, look, no, these people are amazing. And when you're in trouble, and this is something I always say, people are bad-mouthing bad -mouthing the police. When you're in trouble, your life is threatened and you're in danger, you're gonna pick up the phone, you're yeah. gonna dial 911, and, and you're gonna ask for a hero to show up and that's gonna be a person And eventually in they, will not even, they will not even be able to come help you because of the insane. policies that we're putting in place. It's true. Just like, did you see the other day in New York City, there were the illegal migrants who were beating up on the cops, spent no time in jail, released immediately. Got and arrested then, and in then Phoenix, flipping off, God. And then flipping off the camera. Yeah, and then, and got and then one was Phoenix. arrested in Phoenix shortly after. Yep. Um, man, I'll tell you what. I think probably lucky to get arrested in Phoenix and not Florida and other places because certain places will get you. Um, and there are certain sheriffs and chiefs of police and people that'll, that'll throw the book at you if yeah. you do that sort of thing. You know, th that kind of lawlessness, there comes a time when people start becoming vigilantes. And I'm not encouraging that at all. But there are certain things you, if other officers were there, that's time for a beatdown. I mean, that's what it's happens. Horrible. And that, it's horrible. So I mean, it's it's we've gotten to a point where it almost feels lawless. In well, this because country. of people like Alvin Bragg, all these DAs who won't pro, Jorge Gas, George Gascon in in in, in California. Yeah. I mean, just terrible people, terrible people who are all funded by Soros and all that whole thing. So if they again, the pendulum went far left. If the pendulum comes back and some common sense gets instituted, everybody wants peace, mm -hmm. everybody wants security, everybody wants safety. They don't want to have every Walgreens shut down in San Francisco. But I mean, as bad as, you know, San the Francisco- The In-N-Out burger that uh, just closed down in Oakland after 18 years well, because there was so much crime. Can't do it, you can't, if your employees aren't safe and you're not safe, you're not gonna do business there. And that's not a racist thing to do, as Joy Reid would say or other people, which yeah. is insane. People have to look out for themselves. And if they turn it into that situation, that's what they're gonna get. You think that Vegas, I think it's already kind of adopting a, an essence of being another mini Hollywood. Oh yeah. And do you think that's gonna continue down that road? I mean, Mark Wahlberg's here, you're here now. I don't know any other big name actors or actresses necessarily off the top of my head, but it feels like Vegas is really picking up steam. Well, it's so close to LA. It's so easy to get here. The weather is insanely perfect yeah. for filming. It's so gorgeous. It's you have you could shoot. Are they giving tax breaks to movie studios? We're working yet? on that. Working and on Mark, it. Mark Wahlberg was up in the in the in the vanguard up there. You know, getting that. He spoke to, to uh, the legislature. He pushed for it. And Mark is a force of nature. I mean, that guy's done so well and has become such a huge movie was star. Was he one films. of the very first to have a very open, um, I guess? personality like he wasn't afraid to speak his mind was was he one of the pioneers would you say in Hollywood in that well I think area? He, he he comes from a, you know he's a Boston kid he, he was in trouble as a kid and yeah. did some bad things I, I think he just for him it was just a natural thing I don't know if he was one of the first to do so but he seems to be a very honest upfront guy mm -hmm. and I, re I have tremendous respect 
for him. Are you friends with him? Uh, I, I know him. Yeah. We, we don't we don't hang out all the time. Uh, I you know just him like our you know us like plebeians you know eyes. <laughs> we all think that everyone in Hollywood is friends with each other, right? You're well, always rubbing shoulders. I interviewed him meeting, on the Today Show. Drinks. I was on the Today Show hosting it, and he was doing Patriots Day. So I interviewed him in okay. the movie, um, and I and I know him, and I have great respect for him, but. You know, we don't, we don't, we're not hanging out every weekend. I think he lives on the other side of Vegas. I'm on the, He's in uh, Summerlin, I think. Yeah, and I think I'm over in Henderson. So for well, people that don't realize, Vegas, you know, is more than just the Strip. You're in Henderson, oh. which is what, the southern suburb? Or, which is the, yeah, southern or, it, or southwest. Southwest, and then Summerlin is the other major suburb yeah. that's northwest. really grown, is northwest. And Summerlin is lovely, but I like the hills and things over in mm -hmm. Henderson. I like, I like it over there. Uh, it, it's gorgeous. I live on a golf course. So I you take golf? Up, is that why you're big I'm gonna get oh, there. Oh, you haven't started golf? No, I don't have time. What do you mean? What are you, what are you so busy with right now? Uh, oh my God, I'm, I do a ton of, I probably do 10 movies a year. A lot of the little small faith-based okay. movies. I signed on to four other bigger movies this year already. Wow. Um, I travel to Europe three or four times a year. I've had a home in Spain for 20 Where years. Where in Spain? In Ibiza. Oh, I was just in Ibiza last summer. Well, you, you need to talk to me next time. I, I, lo I love Spain. I studied abroad in Madrid. Entonces, ¿hablas español? Uh, hablo poquito porque nunca practiqué. Sí. Si tiene dos bebidas, todo bien. Perfecta. Yes. Yeah, the more you drink, the better at a, a, a language you, you technically get. But I have a house there, so just let me know when you're going again. Oh. It's different to go stay wow, in a hotel. Wow, this is, you know what? I'm so happy to have done this interview with you. This is the best possible outcome. In fact, last time I spoke to you, I was in my house in Spain. Wow. And that's where I was uh, doing the interview from. Yeah. And uh, it's it's amazing. So I'm always traveling, always working. Um, and I and so I don't really have the time to golf, um, but I want to take it up. Well, you uh, should, right? And then what about, I mean, do you get outdoors here? Like, do you go on hikes or anything like that? Sure. Because Vegas has so much outdoorsy stuff. There's so much to do, it's insane. If I want to go shoot, you know, yeah. um, I just drive out 25 minutes from my house. I'm in the middle of a desert. I can do anything I want. Uh, it's incredible if I want to go on hikes or mountain bike or just, you know, go walk the dog around. The, I have this incredibly beautiful neighborhood I live in. I take the little... We got a little tiny dog. I'll get into that later. My son made that choice. But uh, what is it? What it's kind? It's a little. She's a little. Uh, what is she? Uh, a Zushan. Oh, so I, I a don't Shih Tzu Zushan. And a Bison Frise. Oh, that sounds cute. She's. I love her. She's adorable. I love her. And you yeah. probably cuddle with her more than your son even does I at this do. point, huh? We sort of make out. It's a weird thing. It's not. A, <laughs> I make out with my dog too. It's, it's okay. Like, <laughs> you can't help it. It's, it's like totally weird. acceptable. Yeah, yeah, I admit it. But I didn't want a small dog. But and here now you are. And she stole my heart. Yeah. It's awful. You know what? It just shows, though. You can, like, you're, you you have enough manliness to you that you can have a small dog and it's still fine. Damn right. And when you see her, she, like, literally, if I'm trying to watch a game, she likes to sit on my chest. Of course. They always like to find the most inconvenient spots to plop down. I look around and I can still see the game. Right? I mean, even in the middle of the bed. Like, I'll get into bed and I'm like, you're, she's 16 pounds. I'm like, you're in the center of the bed. Please <laughs> of move. No. And then you'll get in bed and she'll get up next to your leg. Yes. And you'll end up getting squished off just yeah. like a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so let's focus in on what we're experiencing right now. Super Bowl week, tons going on. Uh, I'm My so happy gosh. we were able to make this happen because I know your schedule's crazy. Mine has been insane. Um, and coincidentally, we descended here in Barry's, which we both know the general manager, Richard Wilk, which I've known him for years, and I just found out you have me beat. A I've known him decades. since 2018. You've known him since, what, 90? It starts with a nine. It's in 1997, I think, 97. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but what a small world, right? But then again, he knows absolutely everybody in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's not fair. He does know everyone. He's like and the everything. concierge of Vegas. And he's got a kid who's going to go to the major leagues, possibly. 
Wow. Maybe we'll see. Oh, yeah, baseball he player? Here? No, he's know. not around here. He's got a kid who's a great baseball <laughs> player. Uh, great guy. But that's Vegas is small. Yeah. People don't realize how Dana small Dana White it is. you're friends with. I just I, love I just Dana. saw Dana. He said to give you his best. I love Dana so much. He said you're going to love living here and I do love living here. He goes that's not going to lie. He you always know, posts on his story. I mean, he'll just be in his car and he's like I effing love this city. I mean, Probably every other day he's putting up a story like that. He literally loves it here so much, and it feels like everybody who moves here does. I'm gonna start retweeting it or sharing his story because yeah. I feel the same way. And he's a force here. I mean, I love what he does. I love how he doesn't cave to the to the to the mobs and the woke mobs. He calls it like it is, and you know, I, bless him. You know, to be in that position of power and to just call it like it is. Uh, he is. He's a. He is. He's someone who's helping right the ship. Well, especially when you watch how all of the other sports organizations are being run. Yes. The NFL, the NBA, and uh. how woke their policies have gotten, and even you know how long. For example, when there was the attack on Israel by Hamas, how long it took for the NFL to put out a statement and it, condemn Hamas. But meanwhile, remember the Black Lives Matter movement. It was instant. Right on top of it. Instant. Well, the thing. Honest to goodness, they should stay away from those issues, to be honest. I don't think that corporations should be making political statements like that. I really don't think they should. I don't like when the NFL did it. Um, Dana just says, say, say what you want to say. And he lets his fighters of speak course. freely. Oh, my gosh. It's not up, he says it's not up to me. They, they are entitled to their opinions, and I'm not going to get in the way. Sean Strickland was not shy before his last fight and said some things that I would be like, ooh, God. Yeah, right. But, hey. Bless him for saying, yeah. and that's, and go ahead and speak your mind. And that's America. We should what be should able be. to embrace that instead of attack people for doing that. Yeah. You say, I don't agree with that. I agree with this. I don't agree with that. That's okay. Absolutely. You can still say they're a wonderful person, but I don't want to see that stuff on the, you know, again, BLM is a Marxist organization. I don't want to see that stuff on, on when I watch the NFL. And I played in the NFL. I love the NFL, but I don't want to see that stuff. What they don't ever show you in the NFL, which I wish they would, is if you go to a game, and I'm sure you've been to plenty, but pre-game, before the game starts, and, and post-game, you're going to see 80% of the players go take a knee in the, in the end zone and, and pray. And they're yeah, going to have a conversation with God. You don't, you don't hear about it. You never hear about it. You don't see, don't it. see it. And uh, it happens before every game and after every game. And they do it as a team. When DeMar Hamlin went down as a Buffalo Bill, yeah. and he was down there, you saw how quickly everybody took a knee and started praying for it. Because th there's a real strong faith element. Yeah. A lot of Christians in the, in the game of football, but it's something that sort of gets buried and swept under the rug. Tim Tebow being the most famous, but he got ostracized for and it. And even C.J. Stroud recently <laughs> tried to speak up, and then they cut his his opening that? statement. How does NBC live with that? I, it's just embarrassing. So, you know, it's actually something I want to touch on. Former NFL player, uh, having the game here, does it bring back some good memories for you? Man, well, because Buffalo, we lost four Super Bowls in a row. It hurts. Yeah. And, then, and watching Kansas City be here. It's tough. Look, bless everybody from Kansas City, Patrick, Travis. You guys are fantastic, great team, but man, do I want them to lose. I'd like, I got my 49ers red right here. <laughs> this is not Kansas City red, this is Niners red. So many of my favorite players, position players, play for the Niners, like seven of them. Oh, wow. So, like, I'm a, I, I am so excited for the Niners. I'm glad they're there. If they were playing Buffalo, I'd be rooting for Buffalo. Of course. But they're not. And, I, and Kansas City can't do it. I'm sick of seeing them beat our Bills. Uh, well, just quick tidbit in terms of Buffalo. There is a guy who's competing in Power Slap. He will be competing Jeez. again on uh, Friday. We're doing Power Slap 6. You're doing that he's with Dana, then. He's a security guard for the Buffalo Bills. No kidding. Yeah. Do you watch? Yeah. Have, you seen, have you watched Power Slap? I, I'm the reporter for Power Slap. Are you? Oh, yeah. See, I should, I'm, I'm right I should watch there. more of it. Well, if That's you, insane. If, if, if Friday, you want to come check it out.
I know uh, Dana would probably be happy to have you, and it's going to be a packed house. I'm in. Okay, done. I'm in. Done. I need my son's got to come too, though. Uh, I think that can be arranged. Actually, he doesn't have to. If he doesn't, if he can't come, I'm still coming. Uh, okay. So, what uh, else do you have planned for this Super Bowl week? I know you've got a lot going on. You got a house full of friends. What's the plan? The plan is to go down to Allegiant tomorrow and do a few interviews with some people that I know, talk football, enjoy it. But I, I'm not even going to the game. I I, I prefer. I mean, I have a theater. I like it's the be best. It's, it's the best seat you could ask for, it's right a, on the couch. You got the food. You've got the the best view. Replay. I want to go back and look at this. Yes. Excuse me. I want to pause everything while I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Any of that stuff. You get so, to see the commercials. I uh, get to see the. Com I do like the commercials too. My mom will come over and watch the commercials in the halftime show. Amazing. My dad and I will watch the game. My son will kind of go in and out. And but I, I, it's just being home is the great. Yeah. Greatest, even though I'm right here. But if Buffalo was here, I'd be at the game. I would. I'd have gone. To, I'd have gone to the game. I couldn't miss that. Of course not. Well, no. that would be uh, at this point once you know once in many people's lifetimes, perhaps. I've, I've seen several. <laughs> yeah, I have seen several yeah. Super Bowls. Well, Dean, this was awesome. I love. I'm it. so Thank happy you. we got to do this, and um, you know, I don't know if there's a way, but we should make it a regular occurrence. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm in. All right, perfect. You I, have guess, it on camera. I guess Vegas is going to be seeing more of me. Let's go. <laughs> it's gonna get you. You'll be like, you know what? This is so nice here. Yeah. By the way, when I sleep at night. It is the quietest home. There's nothing. It's the, I used to sleep with a sound machine. In New York, always a sound machine. Dead silent. All right, well, let's wrap this up because I know we have some steaks being prepared for us in the other uh, side go. of the restaurant. So let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for having me here. I look forward to the next. All righty. Outkick the Morning will be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And once again, a huge thank you to Dean Kane, a.k.a. Superman. And for all you sports fans out there, which is probably every single one of you, let it be known that Circa is the only sports-themed resort and casino in the entire world. You should check out their outdoor sports book. It would blow your mind. But also, we've got a lot coming up here on the show later on this week, coming to you straight from Las Vegas. Tomorrow, Dana White sits down one-on-one -on -one with me for a riveting conversation. Plus, I will also be joined by another very special guest. So make sure you're tuning in, following me on social media. I've been posting fun clips all week, a little behind the scenes of what I'm experiencing here in Las Vegas. And until tomorrow, have a wonderful day, and I'll see you then.